Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! It is Monday, June 16th, 2014, and you are listening to the Derek Diamond Experience Podcast. I am your host, Derek Diamond. Hopefully you all had an amazing and relaxing weekend, and that this podcast will give you some sort of entertainment on your Monday, whether you be listening to it in the morning, afternoon, or evening. And that's kind of the cool thing about doing podcasts. I'm sure I've probably mentioned it on this show before, but... I was talking with someone the other day about podcast, and the great thing about it, and it also goes along with uh, streaming media like Netflix and Hulu, you can listen to it at your own leisure. It's not like a radio show where if you don't hear it as it happens live, then you miss it. With a podcast, say you're driving to work and you're listening to an hour and a half show, and you only make it through 30 or 45 minutes, well, you can just stop it and then resume it when you drive home from work, or you can do it on your lunch break. That's the cool thing. You can listen to it whenever you want, and that's what's great about different types of media these days. And, of course, podcast is the one that sticks out to me. Not only am I doing one, but I've been a huge podcast fan for years. But that's kind of my random rambling story this week. Um, A couple of things before we move to our two guests Uh, The first thing, it's been great not having to worry about working baseball games this week because I've been able to lock up three or four interviews, and I'm actually doing one later on this week. And that's the cool thing is doing a show like this, it can be tough because there could be some weeks where you don't know if you're going to have a guest or not. So having interviews locked up for the next four weeks at least is pretty awesome and I, I can't wait for you guys to hear these interviews like they're they're all really really good in my opinion and the second thing I mentioned this last week but today I'm recording this intro on Sunday night I finally got to be a part of the actor factor film crew we filmed in Fort Walton Beach today we filmed for Uh, several hours, nothing extremely major, but it was a lot of fun getting to work on a legit film set. I mean, it's been a dream of mine and, and it was great. I got to run sound for the first time ever when it comes to working on film. I mean, the cool thing, uh, another cool thing about doing this podcast is that it actually has helped me improve and pay more attention to sound quality because that's always been my weakness when it comes to my film projects. I've always looked at sound as kind of a secondary thing, but it's definitely not. So that was a lot of fun. And if you're listening, I would like to thank uh, Niraj, Adele, Jalene, Marianne, and the rest of the film crew for giving me the opportunity to do that. It was a lot of fun. And Once filming resumes, I believe in a couple of weeks, I'm not exactly sure, I hope to be working with them again. They have a lot of fun with their work, and it's just a great, it was a great environment to be in. And to celebrate that, of course, I had to, uh, I had to have a celebratory beer for myself, so 
Just give me one second while I take a swig of my New Belgium Fat Tire Amber Ale. And uh, what's funny about the Fat Tire is uh, Joey Trincali, who I've had on the show twice, has actually introduced me to that beer, and it's become one of my favorites. But anyway, that's enough rambling by me for this intro. I will now get to our two guests we have. Uh, Again, we will be taking a look into the world of filmmaking and also modeling because I have not one but two guests on my show from the upcoming film Lost Souls, Brandy Merriweather and Kayla Campbell. This was actually the first time that I met either one of them in person. Uh, They were recommended to me by the director of Lost Souls, Colleen, who has a last name that I probably can't pronounce. I think it's Sonor or something like that. Uh, Colleen, if you're listening, I apologize. But as most of my former guests know, I'm very bad at pronouncing names, so I apologize for that. But she was able to set me up with a few interviews that you'll hear over the next several weeks. And talking with Brandy and Kayla was a lot of fun. They had Really good information about the upcoming movie, and we just, of course, had to talk about movies in general, and uh, Kayla talked about how she got into modeling and the process that goes along with doing that line of work. So sit back and listen to the Brandy and Kayla interview. Back here on the Derek Diamond Experience with my two special guests this week from the upcoming Lost Souls film, Kayla Campbell and Brandy Merriweather. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. Thank you for having us. How are you guys doing? Great. Pretty good. Cool. Pretty good. So, are you guys from the uh, Pensacola area or are you guys transplanted from somewhere else? I am here, born and raised from Pensacola, Florida. I've never lived anywhere else. I am from Cottonwood, Alabama originally, so it's kind of a little cotton patch in the woods of Alabama. Where is that in relation to like Dothan or... Oh, it's 15 minutes south of Dothan. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's where we go for our night on the town. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a good bit of family that lives in Huntsville, so I know what Alabama can be like. Yeah. What uh, what made you guys want to get into acting? Was it like a specific movie, or is it just something that kind of randomly happened? It definitely randomly happened. It was so funny. I actually met her on the first film I did, and it was a crazy experience. And uh, then we became like awesome friends, and um, I learned so much. I actually didn't think it was possible to act beforehand. I just thought it was you know, fun to watch on television, but afterward, um, after I had so much fun, I decided uh, this might be something I want to do. Yeah, same for me. Um, That was my first movie, too, when I met Kayla. It was crazy. It was like a year ago, well, a year and a half ago now. Um, I I just, how did I hear about it? Um, We were extras in the movie, Mm -hmm. and it was crazy because I love movies. I'm a movie buff, so I never, ever thought that I would ever be into acting. But when um, when we did that movie, we had so much fun. And um, from there, it just kind of kind of went. What movie was it? What was it? Okay, well, it was called Atlantic Rim for a time. Oh, yeah, Atlantic Rim, um, Attack from Beneath, or something like that. It was filmed here locally in Pensacola. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. One of the... Uh, 
interviews I did a few weeks ago, they actually mentioned that that was filmed here because we were talking about yeah. like locally filmed stuff and I recognize that name. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. It was, um, it was like a, a copycat of Pacific Rim. Okay. The one that came out. But yeah. So what, uh, or who, I guess like actors, actresses, who would you consider to be like some of your influences or just like some of your favorites? Favorite wise. I don't know if she's an influence because she's too like incredibly talented. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Love her. Um, she's just amazing. Um, I love too. Y'all may laugh at me. I love Kristen Stewart. I love her awkwardness. I love Kristen. Stewart. I feel like every time I watch her movie, like she brings herself into each character. Mm-hmm. Like she's so awkward. But yeah. That's what I like about her. Every movie, like you see that little piece of Kristen Stewart in whatever character she's doing. I don't know. I like her. Yeah, I liked her in uh, Adventureland. Yeah. That that was actually a really underrated movie. Yeah. Yeah, she's... I like her. I have, um, like, so many favorites. I actually don't even have any, like, male favorites, but strong female leads, like, I love. Um, And then, like, in my age range, like, Jennifer Lawrence, Dakota Fanning, love them. I like Sandra Bullock and Selma Hayek. Yeah, Sandra Bullock's great. Kira Knightley, and then I like the classics, Audrey Hepburn, Vivian Lee, Marilyn Mm -hmm. Monroe, and like Jean Harlow. I have so many favorites. I like everybody. See, I have more male favorites. I don't know what it is. I love, I love Jason Statham. I love Paul Walker. Well, I loved Paul Walker. Um, Robert Pattinson. I don't know. I like, I don't know why. I I mean, I have female lead favorites. I mean, I love Sandra Bullock because I love her diversity. Like she's, she can be dramatic. She can be action. She can be hilarious. She can be lovey-dovey. That's what I like about her, her diversity. To me, she's the type of actress that you don't think of her as like a strong actress. I just consider her a strong performer. Like, I don't think whether or not she's male or female. I'm like, that's That's really good on screen performer. Oh yeah. Uh, what about some of your favorite movies? They could be like movies growing up, some recent ones that you've seen that you really like. Um, I'm I'm such like a I love action movies. Um, I like everything really. I love romance. I love a good chick flick. But I I love all the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, I I'm a, I'm an action like I love action. I I don't know what it is, but that's just what I like. I like all the Expendables. Anything with Jason Statham, I love him. Um, but he's gonna be in the next Fast and Furious movie. Yes, he is. I'm dying. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. But I like action. You know, it's kind of weird because I think when we were talking about it um, on set, I'm not a horror film fan. I don't watch horror movies. I mean, I like the oldies, like Friday the 13th. Yeah, those are great. And Nightmare on Elm Street. Love those. I watch those constantly. But I don't like any. I don't watch the like current horror films. I don't know what it is. It's just I'm not a horror. Yeah, there's a, there's a saying I use about those movies, light on story and heavy on gory. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the, the Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, those actually have good stories to them while still yes. being scary. Right. But new ones today, they don't... They're not yeah, scary. They're, they're really not. It's they're more, really not. more disgusting than anything, Right. Honestly. Yeah. I don't know. They all seem like the same even though there's different things happening it's all like the same i don't know same girl screaming oh i'm just not that's why i mean lost souls is crazy though it'll like blow your mind so we'll be excited for that um i like 
Like, I could watch Pineapple Express a million times That's and not get movie. tired of it. Like, I love random, like, teenage movies, Clueless and The Heathers, mm-hmm. anything one. super cheesy, mean Pretty Girls. in Pink, Mean Girls. I love Mean Girls. Um, I like action. Like, I love the Transformer movies. I'm a total nerd, so anything Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, I will be there. Um, I like the Scream series. That's like my only horror film that I can watch because it's not really that scary. It's but funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Dazed and Confused, all-time favorite movie Dazed and Confused is really, really good. So. I, I, I love Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my gosh. Just I him, know. When all he right, just shows all right, up, all right. When he just shows up on screen, I laugh. Which is funny because I've actually had this conversation with people. He used to be known as like the goofball, but now he's a renowned serious actor like wolf of wall street oh, dallas yeah. buyers club yeah. which i haven't seen that movie but i've heard it's really good but wolf of wall street he was wasn't in it that much but he was really good mm-hmm. so it's, I, I just think that's kind of cool um how did you get involved with the the lost souls film through colleen and paul paul Sinor, is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it and Kiefer? Colleen, Colleen Kiefer. Kiefer. Yeah, she is the creator of Lost Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, her and her father have started a production company here locally in Pensacola. And um, her father, Col- uh, Col- Colleen, is the creator of the movie, but her father, Paul, um, was one of the directors on um, Atlanta Grimm. Okay. And he, we've contacted, we've done a couple things with him and uh, Colleen since they've started their production company. Um, but Colleen, she's amazing. Yeah. She's yeah, she's really cool. Yeah, it's all her. Yeah, I'm very fortunate to have met her and had a part on the on the movie. Yeah. What's the movie about? Or can you talk about that? Oh yeah, we definitely can um, without giving things away. Yeah, you go, Kayla. Well, it's essentially um, a movie about. It kind of goes back in time and shows. A person you don't really know if she is crazy, if she's killer, you know, what she's seeing. But um, there's a horribly traumatic experience and these children kind of keep popping up and things, terrible things keep happening. And um, my character is actually like a paranormal ghost hunter and I'm very passionate about it. So... And it kind of gets me into trouble, but um, I want to find the truth of the story. And that's kind of the plot until until it gets a little bloody. Yeah, it's like a um, it's kind of like a remake of the Hansel and Gretel. It's kind of like oh, that. Okay. The um, about the two little kids, the brother and the sister. Um, but this all came to her as an, like a reoccurring nightmare. I don't know if you know knew that. Yeah, I read the article okay. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So she like That's crazy. she definitely had to like condense it, obviously, because it was like a reoccurring thing. Right. Um, but with my character, I'm still trying to figure it out. My my character's like um she's like a mystery. That she makes you believe one thing, but in the end you find out something else. Um without giving anything away. But she I'm the psycho in the movie. That's that was my character. Me. Thank you, Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's probably fun to do something like that because you don't get to do something that you would You don't. Do. Yeah, I was channeling my inner psycho. And I, <laughs> when we were on set, it was so crazy because I'm not a horror fan. So now when I watch horror movies, I can kind of like remember, 
oh, that was probably they were probably dying laughing when they were filming that because yeah. it was not scary. You know, a lot of things we shot like in the daytime. So now when I watch movies, I can not be so scared because mm -hmm. I can know how it was done. Like half the time we were laughing the whole time. So a lot of times when we were arguing, <laughs> well, I can't say anything more than that, but we get into it a lot in the movie and it was it was fun because like we'll be all serious and then we start laughing when it's over yeah so, it's so hard to it's be not really her. scary at all until you see i guess when it's all put together do you guys have a lot of outtakes like with people laughing oh i hope not <laughs> no not really we had this one scene um it was so funny because there was a lot of us it was it was the whole ppi group which is four of them it's three girls and then joe the only guy and then me and Joe, he's the only guy in the movie besides um, the little boy. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's like all these women and then Joe. And he was, I don't know if he was nervous or what he was doing, but he said one of his lines, he messed up and he said, what did he say, baloney? Something like that. And, and we were like cracking up and the camera was facing me and I was facing Joe. And I was like, how do I not laugh? How do I not laugh? <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I just looked away. But other than that... Well, filming the death scenes were really funny. Not for like you, obviously, but when we were in the back, we were all like cracking up, laughing. But I mean, we did. I mean, we did really good at like I guess being really quiet because mm -hmm. we were. I mean, we didn't have too many. We didn't get in trouble or anything. Yeah. So. No, that's pretty funny. I, I I love a good outtake. To me, they're even if you're in a bad mood, you can watch outtakes and they'll make you and laugh. crack up. Yeah. Laugh. Laughter is infectious. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that she puts together all the bloopers because they're they're gonna be funny. I think there is gonna be some for sure. Yeah, probably. So besides Lost Souls and Atlantic Rim, have you guys done any other type of acting? We've done a few shorts actually with Colleen and Paul, and um, we did a Doritos commercial submission where uh, we were dancers. Oh yeah, I, I watched that, that was for the Super good. Bowl. Yeah. yeah, that was us. She was the I ate the, the chip, chip, the chip eater. Yeah. <laughs> She yeah, was, was blonde at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but no, I haven't really. I've been an extra on a couple of films. Um, on The Prince, I got to be a waitress. So oh, that's pretty cool. Got to carry the tray in the background, but it was still really cool. I got to see Jessica Lowndes from 90210, mm -hmm. and I'm like a huge fan of her. So I tried not to stare. Oh, it's, it's difficult, but um, I made it through. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I have no idea how I would act around. I guess I haven't really met anyone that I've been a huge fan of, like acting wise or anything. So I have no idea how I would act like this guy that I interviewed a couple of weeks ago. He's a huge Kevin Smith fan and he got to meet him while working on a documentary. And he said that when he finally went up to meet him, he was just extremely nervous. So I, I don't know if I'd be the same way or not, but that's cool that you got to meet someone that you were a huge fan of or work with them anyway. On Atlantic Rim, we met Graham Greene. Do you know who yeah. Graham Greene is? Mm -mm. Graham, he's like the guy you would know when you see him. He what was dances with wolves. dances with wolves, and I think he was on Free. Was he on Free Willy? He he's he was on Twilight. Twilight as well. He was in He's in like he's like the Indian. He's been in like a hundred movies. Oh, okay. He's the guy like you don't know his name, but when you see him, you're like, oh, that's him. He was on Atlantic Rim. And we were like this close to him. And I was trying not to fangirl because we had talked to Paul already. And he was like, you really can't fangirl when you're in this kind of business. You just have to act professional. I think yeah. it's no big deal. So in my head, I was like screaming like I'm next to Graham Greene. This is ridiculous. 
But um, he started talking to me, and he was so relaxed and so cool. And I mean, he was joking around like he had messed up on um, one of his scenes. I th- you had already left that day, I think, because you had some something else but he had messed up on his scene and he was like yelling at me saying that I messed it up so I was freaking out and I was like oh my god oh my god but then he was like I'm just kidding so I was like oh don't do that to me because like the director was like like mad at me Jared and I was like oh god did I mess it up but then he was like I'm just kidding and then he just walked off and I was like oh god don't do that to me I love that type of humor I'm sorry but I do yeah, it's funny, like, if you're not the one being joked about. Yeah. <laughs> but he was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, I did like meeting him. When he walked in at first, he was already in character, and he was, like, in costume, and I was just kind of like, <gasps> I know that guy. Are you guys documentary fans? Um, ish. Some. I've seen a few. There's one that you telling me that reminds me of one that's really good and you two might actually like it. It's called uh, That Guy Who Was In That Thing. It's about actors that have like supporting roles in several movies and you never recognize their name, but when you see them, you're like, oh, he was in that guy. You know, whatever mm-hmm. movie and you can just start naming them off. It's like a like an hour and 20 minute documentary. It's on Netflix, but it's if you're called what? Oh, cool. that guy who was in that thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. If you guys have Netflix, actually. I highly recommend watching Looking it. it up. Okay. I mean, he, that guy might even be in it. I'm not Probably. sure. Probably. It, it's been so long since I've seen it, but it's really good. Okay. If you love behind the scenes stuff, yeah, especially like I, I eat that stuff up. Okay, cool. I'll definitely look that up. Um, Kayla, you're also, you also have a career in modeling, right? Yes. Okay, and how long have you been doing that? Um, well, I've been off and on, but I was sick a lot as a kid, so I didn't really get into it seriously until about 17. Okay. Um, let's see. What, uh, what made you want to get into modeling? Well, um, I saw the movie Gia with Angelina Jolie, and it kind of portrays this diamond in the rough, and I was definitely in the rough. Um, so I never thought it was a possibility, but my sister was accepted to Barbizon when I was about 10. So um, I did a little bit and um, I took a break because I got sick mm-hmm. and I took it back up when I was about 17 and it just kind of took off from there. You know, a few photographers noticed me and I started just taking pictures and networking and I got signed with an agency, and it was kind of like a dream come true, and I love where I'm at right now, and I'm hoping to go a lot further with that. So did you start doing, like, photo shoots or runway work? Because I know you said you've done both. I've done both, yes. Um, My first thing that I did was a runway contest. It was really, really random. They were just like, okay, you're tall, and I'm like, okay, sure, and... um. And then after that, I did mostly photo shoots, like for catalogs and different things. I did like Siam's swimwear um, and just photo shoots for my own personal usage to send to agencies and things like that. And then I got signed with my agent and I've done Brandy's bridal show a few times and like South Walton Fashion Week, um, like New Orleans Fashion Week, just random shows. Do you have a preference on doing photo shoots or runway? I love runway. I get like this rush. I'm so nervous. And then, um, you know, once you hit the runway, you're just calm, cool, and you look, Mm -hmm. you know, so 
dramatic and great. And then when you get off the runway, you run. So it's a lot of fun to me. What's the process of going through, like getting ready for a photo shoot and for runway? Like say you wake up and it's the day of either a photo shoot or you're doing a runway show. Like what's the process that you go through? It depends on the time of day, but normally I honestly get ready for a shoot or a runway show like three days in advance. Like I make sure I work out, I hit the sauna, I um, eat super clean, and then I make sure I have a spray tan the day before. That's like a must for me. And um, the morning of, I just drink like regular black coffee. So I have like that punch to go. And you have a stronger will than I do. Yes. I, I can't. It's, I can't it doesn't do it. taste good, but it's, it's worth it. It's like, uh, like crack, basically. So and then um, just hair. and It depends on whether or not I have a hair and makeup artist, too. If I'm doing my own hair, then I start like three hours in advance because I'm not that skilled in the hair department. And then if I do have a hair and makeup artist, I just get out of the shower and moisturize and go. What kind of like workouts do you do? I do like T25 and anything that Sean T tells me to do. <laughs> like I'm like a workout video everything. Like I have hip hop abs, T25, like the yoga videos. You do Brazilian butt lift? Yes, Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> and uh, like rocking body, I have that one too. Yeah. So you don't do a lot of like gym work. You just do. I do some gym work. I just do the elliptical and I go swimming as far as the gym goes. Um, I'm not really into lifting, but I want to learn more about that. But I also have a pre-existing condition that kind of makes working out. I'm not really supposed to, but I do anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. The whole workout thing, I'm trying to get back in shape too. And it's a little bit of a struggle, but it's not fun. No, Insanity not. will kill you. The gym is not fun. Yeah. You'll be like motivated for one day thinking you're like doing so good and then you like don't ever go back. Yeah, you, that's me at least, right? You wake up in the morning, you say, okay, I'm going to run, I'm going to lift, I'm going to do all this stuff. You do it and then the next day you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, because you're sore. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, is I... I do you, either of you guys, like, are you into running at all? No. I do a little bit, but um, I'm sick right now, so I can't, but I like... I don't run for very long, but I do run. Oh, okay. Um, You also have a degree, or maybe not degree, but you have a marketing career, right? Yeah, well, I'm working on business and marketing, but my regular job is basically marketing. I'm a brand ambassador, so um, basically I represent a brand and I try to get you to buy it. So I'm really interested in marketing and things like that and different ways of getting people to notice something. And um, I also like learning about whether or not some products are very deceptive. And I like knowing the difference as a consumer, what I should buy and what I shouldn't buy to put, you know, in my body or things like that. And then for your regular job, you work at a bridal shop where you actually ran into several of my friends for a wedding that I filmed last weekend, which I thought was kind of crazy. Uh, just because yes, it's, it's a small, it's a small world. world, yeah. Small world, yeah. It's all about, I'm learning it's all about who you know. Mm-hmm. I've met so many people through my job um, and through school. But yeah, I've, I'm at the Bridal Loft. I've been there almost five years now, and I'm finishing up at school. I'll graduate from UWF next semester. No, no, no. Spring 2015. 
Oh, okay. What kind of degree so, are you trying to get? Um, public relations. Oh, public okay. relations and minor in marketing. So, um, and that's I kind of met Paul through there too because he's a professor at UWF. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've known him through that as well. So, did, back to the acting thing. This is one thing that I meant to send you guys, but did you guys take any like acting classes? Oh, or? I did. I did with um. Actually, I took a course right before filming because I really needed um, help. <laughs> I needed help, that's all. Um, I took with Darla Briganti, um, a class act studio. I took their session two. And I, you watch a movie and you have, like, there's no telling, like, it's so difficult to do what they do. Most people will say, like, oh, I could do that, you know? No, it's so it is hard. It's so much harder than it seems. It so. is so yeah, this is embarrassing. I have never taken an acting class. I'm I'm not even with an agency, so that's something I need to work on. But it, yeah, like Kayla said, it's when you're watching TV. Like I can't. I don't know about you, but I don't watch movies the same way anymore. I'm like I don't either. I wonder how many I'm times the, it took them to yeah. film that. I wonder how many extras they had. I wonder how mu- many times he stuttered right there. You're you the same way? Yes. Every movie, and anytime I'm at the movies with somebody, they're like, "Shut up." And I'm like, but you don't know how, you don't know what it takes to make movies. Like, you don't know. It's crazy. I can't, I can never watch movies the same way. There are some times where I'm just like, that shot was terrible. The lighting's terrible. Because I'm more with the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So I, I'll sit there and I'll critique, like, I would have done this or this could have been better. And I catch myself, like, I'll spot, like, when people are, like, about to laugh in a scene and they, like, hurry up and take it off their face. Mm -hmm. Like, because they must have, like, done that scene over and over and over again. And then you see them, like, starting to smile. And then it's like, wait, they took it off. It's really funny because... Yeah, it's really hard when you're cut. on camera because you're la- you're like seriously laughing. Yeah, it'll cut in like a weird spot weird, or something. Yeah. Like, okay, that's probably meant to cover up somebody laughing. Yeah, an error or some kind of like a continuity error yeah. or something. Which I, it's fun to me to pick those out too. To, like, yeah. I, I never really notice any from like the first time I watch it. But say if I get it on DVD or if it comes on Netflix, again. I'll be sitting there and then I'll notice something in the background and I'll just rewind it, zoom in. And just shake my head. Yeah. And I find myself now, too, since Atlanta Grimm, every time I watch a movie or a show, I go IMDb it. And I want to know how the characters got the role. I, I do all the trivia, filming locations, which actresses were, like, up for the role. I'm, like, so into all that now. It's crazy. I'm, like, doing all my research. It's fun. Dream role that you guys would want to be in. Oh, that's film. a hard one. That is really, really hard. Um, oh, gosh. I would probably want to be like, because I've already done The Psycho, which was really, really, really crazy fun. I would want to be like the woman superhero. Like, not necessarily like Catwoman, but mm-hmm. like a really, like a, an action movie, but like the, I don't know, like. Maleficent. Have you seen Maleficent? I haven't yet. I would want to be like her, like the just the woman, powerful. I've heard she did a great job. She did. Oh, I can't wait. Insanely to amazing. I went on opening night. Really crazy. Which I'm kind of bummed because I heard she's doing Cleopatra, and then after Cleopatra, I heard she's not doing any more movies. Which could be a rumor. I'm praying it is. Mm-hmm. But if she stops, I will just die. Like she's too good to not be acting. But I would I like I like her roles because she's powerful and she's fierce mm-hmm. and she's sexy all at the same time. So I'd want to do something like that. 
I actually think I would want to do something kind of like a mystery and I'd probably want to be the villain or who you think would be the villain. Um, like Sharon Stone and in Basic Instinct. Mm-hmm. That would be <laughs> my ideal role. Or um, Elizabeth Berkley in Showgirls. I know that's really oh, weird. Oh, you could so do that. I would love that, actually. Yeah. I would like to be a villain. I like that you said that. Yeah. I would like to be the bad person. Yeah. Okay, Just, maybe that. A lot of interviews I've heard with actors, they say they like playing a villain because it's, like I said earlier, you get to act a way that you don't get to in real life in real life and like you said earlier you asked what we kind of how we got into acting i like um the diversity like every day you can be something completely different because i feel like Mm -hmm. i go through that in my life my everyday life i want to be one thing and then next week i want to be something else and with acting like whatever role you get you can be completely different so that's why if i wanted to go into acting i would rather do movies than tv because you would get to be say a psycho villain in one movie and then you get to be the hero or the tragic figure the next whereas in a tv show you're the same character for years yeah which i guess if it was something that i really enjoyed i wouldn't complain but i i like the diversity yeah me too me too but last thing i wanted to ask you guys do you have any like social media you want to plug for lost souls like a website facebook um, the the website for Lost Souls is lostsoulsmovie.net. Um, that's got all the updated current information, I think, as of right now. Um, but we're going to have a lot of more stuff happening. Colleen's going to um, – we may be doing some stuff locally here because she's submitting it. I don't know if you've talked to her, but she's submitting them to film festivals all over. Yeah. So um, we'll let you know if they get picked up and what happens from there. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That would be really cool. We, we just want to travel, right? Yeah. <laughs> we already talked to Colleen. We're like, okay, can we go here, here, and here? And she's like, yeah, whatever. So we'll see. It's really all like very exciting. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug for your uh, modeling? Um, Actually, uh, no, no thanks. No? No. Facebook, right. your Facebook page? My Facebook, well... I'm, you have, like, how many fans? Like, how many thousands? Yeah. Thousands? <laughs> well, my name's Kayla Campbell on Facebook, um... It should just pop up. It's like facebook.com slash model Kayla, one word, if anybody's interested. Go like her page. (laughs) And finding me. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. This was fun. Thank Thank you for having us, Derek. And that does it for this week's episode. Thanks again to Brandy and Kayla for coming on for that really fun conversation about Lost Souls, about modeling, and movies. And next week we will again look into the world of filmmaking, but this time it will be from behind the camera as I chat with Patient Director Jason Sheedy. And fun fact, Patient also stars former Derek Diamond Experience guest and Dust Bunny creator himself, Brett Brooks. So you'll definitely want to tune in next week for that. And don't forget, you can follow the show on Twitter at DDiamondExp. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Derek Diamond Experience. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Derek underscore Diamond. And that'll do it. See you guys next week. <laughs>